Happy Friday, everybody. Thank you so much for downloading or streaming the Be Our Guest podcast. Pam and Ricky join me today, and we start a three-part series. We're talking mornings, noon, and night at Walt Disney World. Each section of the day, what do you need to think about? What are some of the positives and negatives to each part of the day? And uh, how can you make the most of each section of these days to have the best Walt Disney World vacation? Of course, in the morning, you can get a lot done in the theme parks. But what about when you get out there and the, the transportation looks crazy? That can actually be to your advantage. Also, cooler weather in the summertime. And you can get just some beautiful pictures at your resort. And it's just good for the soul to walk your resort early in the morning. This and many other tips coming your way on today's show. Don't forget our podcast always brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. The agents over at the Magic for Less are standing by right now to help you plan an amazing Disney adventure. Just swing by their website and check out all the details over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. That one extra click really does help us out. It's BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And a sincere thank you to the patrons of the Be Our Guest Podcast. We could not do this show without you. You let us put this podcast out three to four times every single week all around the world. And our patrons get that fifth show called Mike in the Midwest. If you'd like to join us, please come on over patreon.com slash be our guest podcast. Ready to take a trip to the world. You found the be our guest Walt Disney world trip planning podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage. Welcome to episode 2,109 of the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Rallman from BeOurGuestPodcast.com and a senior agent over at the Magic for Less Travel. Happy Friday to you. Hope you are having a great wrap to that work week. It was very productive and you are ready for a relaxing and fun weekend here as we kick off the first weekend of summer 2022, even though Teachers, most teachers, if you are not out for summer vacation on the East Coast yet, just quit going to work. I know you guys, I know like the East Coast, you never get out of school for summer break. Like it seems like it's like the 4th of July. People in the South and in the Midwest, I mean, they're halfway through their summer vacation by now. So God help us. Everybody better be on summer break by now for all the teachers. You've worked hard. You need to be in the pool this weekend with your favorite beverage in hand. And just getting ready to buy fireworks for the 4th of July. It's coming up quick. And uh, we're going to kick it off here by having some fun. Starting a three-part series here on Fridays. And I think this is going to help you plan a better Walt Disney World vacation here uh, for the rest of 22. And uh, moving into 23. So joining me today from down in Atlanta. Hotland, I've heard. We have Ricky from themouseforless.com. Happy Friday, Ricky. What's up? Happy Friday. I'm ready for a fantastic relaxing summer weekend that is what i'm ready for it's, it's going to be nice and super relaxing so I, I, that's awesome but do you, that's my goal not not to make this show about me but we are today but um uh, do you know where i'll be a week from tomorrow i you know i uh, i'm gonna guess it involves somewhere that's on the west coast but that's just a guess i'll be i'll be so jet lagged because I've never, <laughs> I've never gone anywhere more than one time zone away. So I'm going yep. two time zones away. You are, you are. Imagine now when I go, it's three time zones away. That's really trippy. So yeah, yeah. 
yeah. I'm, but... I'm going across something called the Continental Divide. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. you are. Yeah. So I'm making this here... trip out like I know Adventures by Disney announced that like six country, like around the world trip. Disneyland is that for me. So <laughs> Adventures by Disney stop raining on my parade with that big old trip. This is a big trip for me. <laughs> right. So, so exactly. knock it off. This is my. They're like, ha ha, we got you. You think you're going <laughs> yeah, on a big trip? Nope. We got something nope, better. Nope. Rawlman going to Disneyland is the equivalent of Pam Forrester doing the all around the world trip. This is how this it's going. <laughs> I'm just saying. That's how it is to me. So I'm, oh, my gosh. I, I do not know how I will survive the next seven days because I've been holding on for the last two months. I'm so amped up. I mean, I keep telling Pam, like, we go on these daily walks in the morning with the dog now that she's out for uh, Christmas break, summer break. And I keep telling her, Pam, I'm getting out the suitcases. She's like, you are not getting out the suitcases. It's too early. I'm like, I'm getting them out. I'm putting my hats in them. <laughs> you are not getting the hats in the suitcases. It, we're not clogging up the bed, bedroom We're not yet. doing it yet. Dude, we are almost in suitcase pull out of the storage room territory. We are close. But my, oh, wife, my wife packs the night before. It drives me crazy. I don't think she's I home. Do. I hope she's not home upstairs or something in big trouble. I, anyway, I packed the night before, before too, I get so. any, Yeah, oh. Brutal. And I'm always trying to go to bed early because I just want to get to bed. So yeah, I can get, yeah you know, that's the, the problem. That way yeah. the night's over and I can get ready to go. Anyway, joining me from the Magic for Less Travel, <laughs> she's the co-owner, Pam Forrester, the ultimate traveler. What's up, Pam? Well, I so said not to rain on your parade, but <laughs> I leave um, the end of this week because I will be going on The Wish. Oh! Do we know what the horn's going to be for The Wish? Yeah, isn't it? Uh, well, I've heard a, a dream what your heart makes. No, that's already used. I think that's I know, on that's on one of the other ships. Yeah. Does it I have mean, a certain does that like something? I don't know new? if it has its own horn. I mean I don't know. I don't know. But anyways, I will be on the um I don't know which they call it. When they have regular guests on first, they call that like the inaugural, and I think yeah. I'm on the christening. But anyways, um I get to go on um that that the ship, uh, one of the first sailings of the wish I'll do, um, live videos on the magic for less travels, Facebook. Um, and we'll do some on Instagram too, hopefully to show up. But yeah, I know I'm so looking forward. First of all, I, to me, I think these rooms look the best by far. Mm -hmm. There is something so classic and yet elegant about these rooms I can't wait to be on that ship. The lobby um, looks, I mean, that looks like so much taller than the other lobbies, doesn't it? It just, uh, there's so much about it that looks really cool. So uh, I'm really, really looking forward to it. Um, it it's just, it, it's going to be a great time. And um, the wish. See, I mean, here's my, here's my problem. Thing. Here's my dilemma, Pam. Here's my dilemma. Okay. I want to watch all the videos and all the content about the wish when it comes out. And yet I don't because I will be on it in like a month and a half from when it actually, you know, debuts. And I'm like, Oh, what do I do? I want to watch it so bad. It's not like it's a new attraction. It's not like knowing what the room really looks like. will like lessen your enjoyment of it. I'm all in. I'm watching because I got a long time till I yeah. get on that sucker. And I'm so glad that you're staying in the funnel because that's going to be awesome. Yeah. Right? Oh my gosh. Right? No. I am not. I don't know who will be in the funnel, but, but it's not you. No. Hopefully they'll um, let us tour some of the yeah. different. Yeah, that'll be cool. State rooms. It's it's just it's gonna be a, you know a really great experience. It's just a short cruise, but yeah, 
I'm glad I'll be down there for a few days to get to do it. And um, yeah, I know they're having a few pre-cruise. That's yeah. what always, so the inaugural cruise is never the, the first, first cruise. cruise. No. They're having, I think probably 10 um, yeah. sailings before the actual and inaugural I, cruise. I think it's funny the people who are like all up in arms going, oh my God, they, you know, the first cruise got delayed and now the first cruise is, you know, media and all that. And I'm like, it yeah, always it's, is. it's always been that way. Like, yeah. have you have you been living under a rock? Like the first no, cruise? No, they do. Has they got to work been... some kinks out too. Yeah. I mean, they've got to make see how things are going and and whatnot. So it it, it will be great. Um, what's Steve and I are sailing on this one, but we're actually sailing too in the fall, and um, we were making our uh, reservations for dining and whatnot during that too. I mean, Enchante looks mm -hmm. so good. Yeah, and the Palace Steakhouse looks great. I, I I think there's a lot to look forward to with this ship. I and really... a new ship is always so exciting. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah. I love I love being able to experience something I'm new. I'm so hoping Disney. I can get into Palo. I, I, I'm so hoping right now I can't get in yet. And I'm hoping that when I get on the ship, I'll be able to, but... Because I want to experience Palo for sure. You know? Yeah, when you get on, uh, yeah. yeah, just try for the early boarding time and then go right there. I mean, you know that's what I'm going to do, right? <laughs> you know, you know they uh, learned the lesson uh, from that one cruise called the Titanic with those inaugural cruises, right? That's, uh, right, yes. That's the same. <laughs> Ever since then, there's like, been we'll three cruises. We'll throw cruises. media on that first cruise just in case. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody will miss them. <laughs> no, just right. kidding. I'm just playing. Just a joke. Jesus. Just kidding. Okay, so yeah. today, no, I, I'm super excited for it. I'll be watching all the coverage. And so, you know, we're going to have a lot. So follow all three of us because Ricky's going to be mm -hmm. selling the wish soon. Uh, Pam will be on the wish imminently. I will be at Disneyland with Scott. So, yeah. And I'll be in, and I'll be in Disney World in yeah, between I'm all of saying. this, too. Yeah. We're all like, it's the summer of Disney for it the is. three of us. We're, so. we're everywhere. We're at all yes. the destinations. So exactly. you want, cause you know, Scott will have the thing on me trying to get out of a uh, Matterhorn bobsled, you know, this, yes, this is true. This 48 year old oh dude with a, with a rickety back, you know, when they're like, <laughs> I don't know what the equivalent is to Reedy Creek, uh, ambulance district out of it's Orange County ambulance people, but they maybe pried me out of a bobsled. You know, but I'm like, <laughs> I want a sticker that says I survived <laughs> the Matterhorn bobsled. Anyway, so today we're not talking about Disneyland. What we're talking about is Walt Disney World vacations. And what we're going to do over the next three Fridays is break the day down into three, uh, three chunks. So we're going to talk morning, noon and night. So we're going to take all three parts of the day for your Walt Disney World vacation. And a lot of these could be applied to Disneyland as well. But Walt Disney World is kind of its own beast with transportation and, you know, more dynamics to think about as far as what you really, really need to focus on and what some of the benefits and pitfalls can be for that particular part of the day. From the time, for example, today, obviously, we're starting the series off. We're going to talk about mornings. So we're going to talk about as early as you can go. So for some people, I know that, uh, you know, over the years, we've had folks on the show that like to get up at 4, 4.30 in the morning and you know, take their coffee out and really enjoy walking Riverside before the sun comes up or going for a run. You know, your day can start as early or as late. You know, you can be a Ricky and get up at 1030. But I mean, you've lost half your day at that point. 
I wouldn't recommend it, especially when it's summertime and it's, you know, by, by the time Ricky gets up, the heat index is already 110. Exactly. Yeah. You know, at least yeah, when I get true. up, the heat index is 80, you know, for at least for a couple hours because <laughs> sun's not up. But we're going to talk about like what kind of things to think about. What are some of the benefits to that part of the day? What are the pitfalls? What do we need to think of to maximize that chunk of the day? So today we're talking mornings and we're going to cut it off at 11 o'clock a.m. Because next Friday, we're going to talk about now, next Friday can get a little hairy, but there's benefits. But I think next Friday show is going to be kind of the most challenging part of the day because with theme parks, I tend to not be in the theme parks during that middle part of the day, at least in the summertime. It changes for the wintertime when I'm down there for like fall races, winter races. That definitely changes. So we'll talk about how the year time of year changes, how these things can can vary. But for right now, it's summer, so we'll kind of focus on summer, but we could talk through this. So let's talk early, early morning to 11 o'clock in the morning. So when I think about that, Ricky, of course, you're on the later side of things, but seriously, yes. what are we thinking about as far as staying on site or dr sometimes you drive in? Me what too. do you think of for the morning time at Walt Disney? What is most important? What are some of the benefits and pitfalls? Well, I think obviously now with, you know, Genie Plus um, and Virtual Queue with, you know, uh, Guardians, obviously one of the big things is, is you are going to want to be up at that 7 a.m. time slot. If you're, if you've purchased Genie Plus um, or you're looking at purchasing individual lightning lanes or you are make, looking at making that, you know, Virtual Queue for Guardians, uh, you know, that's just going to be key in making sure that you have a, a good day set up. So that, you know, if when you do get to the parks, you're you're good to go. So I would say definitely make sure you set that alarm, not for seven o'clock. Uh, but, you know, if you're not already up like me, I'm not up at seven uh, on a vacation. It's just not going to happen. Uh, so, you know, I'm setting it for, you know, I know Mike is going to have hives when I say like I set it for like 655. I know he's going to be saying like, set it for 645, set it for 630. You know, like I, I don't need to be that awake for this. I can be fine with five minutes lead time. Uh, and then say, I, I wake always up. say, don't whine to me when something doesn't work. Cause you, well, it's not going to work for me anyway, seconds. because I never yeah. had, it never that's works. Okay. So that's why I'm not getting up any earlier because <laughs> okay. then as soon as I log in, it's going to say no error. And I'm like, Oh, so yeah, I'm just going to get a go. shirt that says, don't whine to me, Ricky. Okay. Exactly, exactly. So <laughs> you got that extra uh, five hours or five minutes of sleep. I hope you enjoyed it. That's what my shirt's I sure say. will. I'm gonna enjoy <laughs> the heck out of it. Yes, I am. Uh so yeah, so um I, I get up and I and then I go back to sleep because that's me. And I'm like, okay, I can get a few more, like another hour, hour and a half of sleep. I don't get up at ten. Uh, I usually on vacation get up at like nine, uh, you know, nine, maybe, maybe I'll sleep until 930. It depends on, you know, how I'm feeling or how late I was up the night before. Uh, but yeah, I'm usually like, you know, somewhere in that time slot. So yes, I do sleep in and I enjoy the fact that I sleep in. Um, but if I am looking at making sure that I'm maximizing my day, I will get up at that seven o'clock time slot and make my, you know, individual lightning lane, Genie plus or guardians, uh, you know, or virtual queue, you know, whichever attraction has a virtual queue open. So I'll I make think, those reservations. And I think you made that kind of the greatest point for what the morning is, is right now in 2022, moving into 2023 for Walt Disney world vacation is you gotta, this is, this is your work chunk of the day. I mean, yeah. and again, this is vacation. But you do have to think about if you're using Genie Plus, if you're trying to get some lightning lanes, you're trying to set up virtual queues for certain attractions that have them when you're there, 
this is the time you got to get that work done because it will it, it will definitely determine how the rest of the day falls. Yes. At least at least starts to cascade. It's not the be all end all. I mean, you don't have to make your first genie plus at seven a.m., but no. it, it gives you the advantage. So yes, that's a good point. Now they're okay. So I, I'm gonna get to Pam and because Pam is like me. You, and, and I, there's a lot of people. I mean, some people are night owls and I get it. I mean, you're on vacation. And that's me. I, I'm a total night owl. Not everybody. Yeah. And I get it. I mean, I always joke about it. It's always just a joke. I mean, I am a morning person. So that's me. Pam is too. So Pam, what do you think about as far as early morning benefits and at the resort and then kind of getting rolling with your vacation? Yeah, I do. I am absolutely a morning person. Um, I know that there are people who don't like that and don't like that other people are morning people and I would be annoying to that person. No. But thankfully, both <laughs> Steve and I are. Um, and we just wake up when we wake up all the time. If anything, on vacation, I tend to wake up even a little earlier because you're sort of excited mm -hmm. to, you know what I mean? That whole thing, I think, is there. Um, for me, no matter where I am, having a cup of coffee is like yes. a start to the morning. And by getting up early, I feel like I have time to get that cup of coffee and maybe get um, some breakfast before I even need to be in the theme park. And for me, that's really sort of a benefit because they're, the theme parks don't have a ton to choose from in the way of breakfast, mm -hmm. open breakfast eateries. Um, and they, thankfully, if you get there later on, the lunch places start opening 10, 30, 11, you know, something like that. So you will be able to find something, but there aren't a ton of locations open for mm -hmm. breakfast. So it's sort of essential that you get breakfast, I think, at your resort. Agreed. I think that that's, if you're a breakfast person and you want to eat breakfast, that's an essential part of the morning. And you can make that happen by getting up early. Um, the other thing is too, I think that it is the transportation that is happening the first thing in the morning that is likely going to see some of the larger crowds. Now we're not talking like park closing right after the fireworks kind of crowds, but you may have to wait a time or two for a bus mm -hmm. in the morning. There may, one may come up and it may be completely full. So that's something to think about too. You can sort of look at when the park's going to be opening. And if you're lucky enough to be staying on site, you get those 30 minutes before other guests get to come in. And I love this. I will tell you, I love this more than the one hour of extra magic hours that used to happen because that was only certain parks on certain days. And you sort of had to, you know, line things up with that, right? If you didn't have a park hopper ticket, you had to plan on spending the entire day in that park that had the extra magic hours in the morning if you wanted to. Um, now you can go to whatever park you want to because they're all open 30 minutes earlier for guests staying on site. And I would plan on being there probably at least, I would plan on getting to the park 15 or 20 minutes before that time is supposed to open for other guests. Don't you think, Mike? I totally agree with that. And here's another thing with the transportation in the morning. Say you're staying at like a Pop Century, Art of Animation, um, you know, Caribbean Beach, what have you, you know, Riverside or something, and you're heading to the Magic Kingdom. You know, you're not using the Skyline or something like that, a boat. So a lot of times when you'll go out there early in the morning, you'll see a lot of people in line for the Magic mm -hmm. Kingdom. Okay, so here's the thing, though. If you're going at park opening or, you know, an hour before park opening, 30 minutes before park opening, while you will see a long line of guests, Disney's going to keep sending buses and buses and buses at that time. 
Now, if yes. if the park opens at nine and you go out there at ten thirty in the morning, while there's not a lot of people waiting for the bus, a bus might come every twenty minutes. Where mm -hmm. you might see ten buses in twenty minutes at park mm -hmm. opening or before park opening. So. Even though that line does look intimidating, because I've been in this situation many times because I go early, it it tends to, and, I mean, there people could come back at me like it didn't happen like that on my trip. <laughs> there was this one time. There yes. is outliers. I mean, yeah, it's happened to me too. But for the most part, you will see just buses coming in right at, because they want to yeah. get everybody there. They don't want you standing out in the sun. They want to get you there and getting on with your day. So, I mean, Pam, you've probably seen that too, is that while it does look more intimidating early in the morning, you may wait less to get to the theme park and waiting all the way back to almost like the the ma the old Magical Express, like Porta Couchere right. and uh, Pop Century, than if you're just standing there in the, the stalls, you know, later no, in the day. No, it's true. And the other thing I think that um, in the morning, you have to kind of take all, all the conversations around you with a big grain of salt, right? Because people are there in the morning. Some people are crabby because they're up early and it's on their vacation, or maybe they haven't had their coffee and things like that. Everyone knows how to run it differently. I will just tell you, <laughs> in line, everyone is a transportation that's expert. Yeah, that's, that's so true. That is a hundred percent. It's so true. It's true. <laughs> I'm just like, it is, and I learned long, long ago to just keep my mouth shut. Right. And listen yep. to all, all the things because everyone has an opinion about how Disney should be doing the transportation differently. Of course, there's just one theme park in the world that does as much transportation as Walt Disney World does. And it is Walt Disney World. Right. So they have a little bit of experience in it. Does it always run as smoothly as one would like? It doesn't. But it's the morning. You're up. Make sure, like, grab a coffee and a snack to keep everyone happy in line. Mm -hmm. And just go and know that you're going to, you're going to go to an awesome theme park that day. And you will get there very soon. So, so I want to throw this in, uh, folks that are tuned in live here on Facebook and YouTube, which we always appreciate as we record live on Mondays. John says, it's wonderful getting a run in before the rest of the family is up getting ready for rope drop. That's exactly what I do. And one of the tips that I have for that is when we kind of decide where we're going to sleep in the room, I always take the, the, the spot in the room that is closest to the door. And I lay my shoes out and my, you know, everything that I need, like my visor, my um, buddy pouch that I put my phone in. I lay it all out so that I can make as little disruption as, of course, I got to get up and use the restroom and stuff and put my contacts in. But I try to make it so that I'm not, you know, obnoxious trying to wake everybody up because, again, I have teenagers and my wife is not particularly a morning person. I mean, she will get up and if I tell her what time I want to be at the park, she will be there. But I get up and run, you know, I'll run 10 miles before and still be able to get a shower and breakfast and make it to the park before, you know, in 45 minutes before it opens. You know, so I'm getting up at like 430 sometimes. So. I try to make it so that I don't get killed by my family. But another point that, that kind of piggybacking on what John says is that if your family's not morning people, but they are kind of working with the person who is a morning person, who's a big Disney fan, like we got to be there an hour early and they're, they're, you know, they're, they're there with you, but they're not with you. Like on all, you know, they're not listening to our show, but they're going along with you. Right. We, we got those family members. We all do. I do. Yeah. Okay. So here's another thing you can do. You can mobile order breakfast for everybody. And this is this is a sneaky way to get your family out quicker. Like you're looking like you look like the hero. Like, okay, so the night before, 
go in there and say, hey, what's everybody want for breakfast tomorrow? Okay, so go on the app, do, 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 order everybody breakfast, and then mobile order it. And then what you do is you go down to like if you're a pop century to get the food, bring it back to the room, and you look like a hero. But really what you're doing, you're killing two birds with one stone, man. You're feeding them real quick. And then you're getting out the door, and boom, you're getting on that bus and going and having fun. You're just you're getting what you need to get done, but they're getting you. Hey, you're the hero, man. You're bringing egg McMuffins to everybody. You know, not egg McMuffins, but you're bringing breakfast burritos or whatever you're bringing. And everybody's it's just things like that. It's and again, I think I said this on a show a few weeks back. A, a successful morning starts the night before charging your devices, getting your stuff laid out. You know, giving everybody the plan for the next day. What's going to happen? That's ninety percent, especially with teens. That is ninety five percent of the battle is the night before. You know, you don't want to you don't want to try to try to handle stuff at 645 in the morning. You're trying to get on the bus at 730. Um, there's oh going God. to be an upset oh, about the device that has oh. not charged. Oh. And it, it is tragic <laughs> and going to ruin the rest of the day. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. the Osceola County Sheriff could be called. I mean, there's all kinds of Orange County. True. I mean, SWAT team. Seriously, a phone doesn't get charged the night before. All bets yes. are off. I mean, yeah, it's yes. not good. All right. Tim also says, um that he uh, let me hit this here he says i've gotten there at the last minute for those extra 30 minutes uh for on-site guests and getting in that one minute ahead of the crowd easily saves him an hour in line so yeah just getting there ahead of the general public is a huge factor for the on-site guests all right ricky let's go back around so i didn't even give mine but mine is it's just cooler in the morning i mean it's just i think people just the cast members everybody is kind of more perky those first few hours in theme parks. I, I swear, like, I think people start to peter out, you know, come noon in the high sun. And it's like, you know, you hear that old, mm-hmm. that they always play like in Westerns. That's how I kind of feel like Fantasyland was like all happy and perky in the morning. And then at it, it, noon, all of a sudden it turns into. Oh my gosh. You know what I'm saying? My ear is just like blew up. <laughs> I don't know. There's that the Desperado thing. The like I'm oh ready for somebody gosh. to pop out and it's just like survival through, you right? know, for the, the midday. So I get myself happy, but then, you know, it's like gets hot and everybody gets crabby. So in the morning, I think everybody's happier. Okay. So what about, what else for the morning? What else are you thinking about? Well, so for me, because obviously I'm a lot different than, uh, you know, you guys, uh, I'm, uh, am thinking about breakfast and yes, I am thinking about it at like, 10 30 uh so i'm looking at the very latest breakfast that i possibly can uh at disney uh and you know that that 10 30 slot is usually the last like slot i can get so um i usually you know i agree with pm uh i don't particularly think that disney has the best breakfast options especially with quick service i feel like quick service is um it leaves a little bit to be desired for sure. Unless you want Mickey waffles every single day. You, you, which, know, what, you know, real quick. I don't mean to interrupt you, but not, what, it's, what it's hard to find for breakfast is like a protein breakfast in the park. Like something that has, yes. like it, it's easy to get like a cinnamon roll or like yeah. a, a donut mm-hmm. something. But here's the problem. Like when I run in the mornings, if I don't have something with protein, I'll get the shakes. If I eat like a, I now don't get me yeah. wrong. I love those pink donuts. Oh my God. There's yes. like our Gaston's Tavern, that mm-hmm. big, I always get that cinnamon roll and a Coke Zero. But if I don't get some kind of protein in me at some point, like I get the shakes so bad. Agreed. And it's hard to find protein in for breakfast, quick service. It is. It is. And, you know, and the the resorts are one thing. I mean, they have yeah, that's easier. stuff, but there's still not a lot of options in the resorts. But when you get to the theme parks, I mean, goodness, the theme parks are 
ridiculously difficult to find breakfast items, uh, which makes me very sad. Uh, so I usually will then, that's why I usually plan for a table service uh, meal. Again, I know it puts me so behind the eight ball of everybody else. And I'm so the opposite of most everybody who's going to Walt Disney World who listens to podcasts like this. But I am just in looking about enjoying my time. And so Brian and I definitely enjoy having that table service breakfast in the morning. Um, we've, we've gotten really um, into doing that. Uh, we do it a lot actually now. Uh, so we, we end up booking a table service breakfast. And, you know, a lot of the times... I won't even have that table service breakfast booked until the night before and I'll look on the app and I'll be like, okay, what's open? What sounds good? So, you know, that's kind of where I go with it because I'm just kind of winging it at that point. But there are times when I am looking to make that, you know, scheduled reserved uh, breakfast ahead of time. Like I just actually, while we were recording, I was like, hmm, you know, I should probably make some reservations for, you know, my, my birthday trip in July. So I was like, where do I actually want to dine on my birthday? So I, I just made a reservation right now for Ohana. And I'm like, that looks good. I like this. So we'll see if this actually is where I end up going for my birthday. But right now that's what I was like, you know, it's, it's a special day. I want to make sure that I have a good birthday uh, breakfast. So like if there's a day where I know I really want to make sure I have something and it's, unique because I haven't been to Ohana in forever and it's available, then I'll, I'll take it. But, uh, you know, now the one I'm looking for is, uh, you know, the, um, uh, Topolino's, which I haven't been to in a long time. And I, you know, I don't know if I'm ever going to get back at this point, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I always, I think that having that, uh, for me, a table service breakfast is kind of where it's at. And I get where everybody else is like quick service, quick service, quick service, and that's perfectly fine. But for me, it's definitely that table service breakfast. Now, if you don't want to have any kind of breakfast, like Mike said, make sure you bring some sort of something snacky so that it gets you going in the morning. So, you know, whether that's, uh, you know, a, a pop tart or, you know, Mike has always done Rice Krispie treats or, you know, a, a granola bar, you know, something along those lines. So that way you have something to get you going and started. Because, uh, you know, you are walking a lot, it is hot, and you just want to make sure you have something kind of in your stomach before you actually really settle out. And, you know, heck, like Pam says, make sure you have coffee. Uh, that's a must for me as well at that point. So um, whether I'm making coffee, you know, in the room, in the apartment, going to grab Starbucks on the way to the parks, you know, whatever, I've got to make sure I've got some sort of coffee going. Um, so that's that's key for me as well. And I will say, kind of piggybacking on you, one of the things that we, we, we kind of fell into, this was probably 10 years ago, at the last minute, I can't remember if it was Paige, Mallory, or Pam wanted to do this, we wanted to go to Chef Mickey's, and it was uh, kind of a last minute thing, so the only time we could get for Chef Mickey's was like 10.50 for yes. breakfast, okay, so we're like, that's terrible, mm -hmm. okay, so they're like, ah, because we usually went like, it's, we'd go like before, we'd go super early, and then go to the Magic Kingdom and start our day. That was always what we did. And that's kind of what you think is like logical, mm -hmm. sequential thinking, right? But here's what we found out. So what we did that day is we got up and we, instead of eating a breakfast, we would eat like a Pop-Tart or like a Rice Krispie Treat. Something just enough to get us through the morning. Just, just enough, yes. right? And we went to the Magic Kingdom and rope dropped. And we did a ton of attractions. Like we did like 10 things. Like in the first two hours it was open. Then we jumped the monorail over to Chef Mickey's like 10.30, 10.40. We went like a yeah. little bit early. We got in like at 10.30 or 10.45 and just 
ate it up because by then we had been in the Magic Kingdom for two hours. We were starving. We were yeah. getting hot. It was starting to get hotter out. We got in the air conditioning. And I mean, I'm telling you what, that was the best meal ever because we were so hungry. We were like already going. And, you know, we've done this more than once now because now like if we're at the Magic Kingdom, we'll do that for like Ohana breakfast, like the last yeah. breakfast seating. We'll do that. And it bounces you out of the park when it starts to get hot. And then you don't need lunch. And yes. a lot of times you can just do a little quick service dinner that night because you're kind of already full. And that covers your entire day. And it was an accident that happened. Pam, have you ever done something like that? It, we fell into it, but it's you don't think about breakfast at like 1050 if you're up early, but it worked out right. Well. Yeah, for sure. I think it's that kind of thing. The more you travel, the more you see, this is what works for me and my family. These are the things that are important to us. Um, you know, sometimes like the meal thing is not important to another family. Sometimes what's more important is like pool time, or sometimes it's more important that they're up in the evening or they do all the nighttime things. So that's what I, I think that you sort of kind of figure out, okay, this works for me. Um, you know, there's lots of ways, different ways that people like to spend their mornings when they're on vacation. Um, and yeah, I think that that strategy is a good one too. And too, I don't think you're fighting as many ADRs. Like I think more people are going for like a 7am ADR than they are for like a 1030 ADR. So I think it's giving you more chance, especially we always have people asking for like larger groups, you know, that yeah. could be your hack, you know, mm -hmm. take the That's larger true. group bring some Rice Krispie treats, you know, snack on something just light, you know, because you want to tear it up for the buffet or the family style meal later. But, you know, I think at 1030, you're going to see more availability. And it also, like I said, to get you out of the park, it should be a resort. A lot of places sure. are offering a brunch option too. Now, I, I know that typically there are all, most of the time only on Saturdays and Sundays, but just kind of look, they do have now not when Olivia, you're searching for- Not Olivia's, Olivia's is Yeah, I know, Olivia's is all yeah, day, baby. all the time, yes. And that's why I'm saying search the little, they actually have now in the Midas Experience app, a selection for brunch. So, you know, you can always select that too. So that way you kind of get the best of both worlds if you are looking for that. So um, that's definitely an option as well. All right, Pam, give us some uh, something else to think about for the morning time at Walt Disney World. Well, of course, you're going to want to consider your Disney Genie Plus or your virtual queue or your and or your lightning lane attractions those are all going to be things that happen in the morning for you um the genie plus if you weren't able to get in to add that to your 2022 vacation before they stopped making that available or you're looking at 2023 vacations at this point you're going to have to add that each um day of your vacation and you can either do it right before um, you go ahead and, and try to make your first Genie Plus arrangement in the morning, or you can do it later in the day, of course, if you're not going in until later in the day. Um, the They're saying that it's going to be available sort of the night before mm -hmm. for you to purchase, and then you would then get up early um, that morning before seven o'clock, of course, to be ready to make your first lightning lane attraction um, reservation through Genie Plus or the individual lightning lane. I know that that's a lot of words, individual lightning <laughs> lane, lightning lane, still, right? it's still a little bit confusing. But if you purchase, purchase Disney um, Genie Plus, you're going to have access to most of the lightning lane attractions, except for the couple in each park that are only available 
as an individual Lightning Lane purchase. And that is separate than Disney Genie Plus. You don't need Disney Genie Plus. You can just make those reservations separate. Also, right now, this summer to consider, we not only have an expanded Disney Genie Plus access to Lightning Lane attractions, but we also have the virtual queue for Guardians of the Galaxy. So those are all things that you're going to have to be thinking about early in the morning. And just like Mike suggested coming up with a plan for charging your devices and things like that, I think having a plan going into this, knowing what you want to do prior to that morning is going to be essential. Because if you're just waking up and you have your phone in your hand and you're trying to do whatever and you don't have plan A, B, and C, it's it's going to be a point of frustration for you if it doesn't work out exactly the way you want it to. I totally agree. But, you know, we've talked about a lot of really practical things that are going to help you, like, you know, quantify your vacation. You know, you're going to see more attractions or you're going to wait less minutes in line once you're there. You know, maybe you're going to be in a shorter bus line, stuff like that. But I think there's a lot of advantages to the morning that are, you know, quality of life kind of things. And, you know, Pam kind of mentioned it, you know, a cup of coffee walking around your resort. You know, for example, I go on runs, but I mean, this is just as just as wonderful if you're just like up walking around with a cup of coffee in your slippers or your, you know, uh, you know, sandals or something, you know, that you're in Florida, especially if you're down there and you're some from somewhere like Pittsburgh or St. Louis or somewhere where it's cold and you're down there in January and you wake up and it's 75 degrees, you know, in the morning and you get to see a sunrise and these beautiful places. I mean, I think of Riverside, for example. I mean, when you watch the sun come up over the Sasagula River, French Quarter, and that river is just flat as glass. Mm-hmm. And you see kind of that um, the, 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 the grass has like a mist over it. I mean, it's I, I've said this many times that Riverside reminds me of like walking through a postcard. But I think it's it's almost at its most beautiful right as the sun's coming up behind the mansions or behind Alligator Bayou or those just gorgeous like bridges that, that go over the, uh, the the river there. And then sometimes you'll see that first boat of the day make its way down and have the first ripples in the river. There's there's just something about that. There's something about mornings and even a pop century. I mean, I know pop century is not like the most tranquil, peaceful you know, you, you wouldn't probably call it beautiful, but I'll tell you what, when I run around Hourglass Lake and I get out there before the, it's dark and then I watch the sunrise, many times you'll see hot air balloons up in the air mm-hmm. and you'll see, you know, the, the, I'm telling you what, there, there's a beauty in, in the buildings that even Pop Century and Art of Animation at sunrise with that, you know, sky turning from a dark, you know, black to, uh, you know, that fire orange as that the Florida sun comes up. It's uh, It doesn't matter. The values are beautiful too. And at sunrise, you know, just that cool, crisp, feel of a fresh day you know you don't have to fight the crowds you don't have to be in a line for the bus but you could do both you know you could still have that cup of coffee get out see your resort and still make it back have breakfast and be at the park when it opens that's the beauty of all this i i think a lot of it's quantifiable but i think if you i say this for cruises all the time if you don't get up and see a sunrise on a cruise yes that's a crime it's a crime i mean because it, it, it's so gorgeous i mean it's it, honestly i think it stirs your soul you need to see that but I mean, I don't think it's as dramatic at a Walt Disney World vacation, but I think it's good to kind of see the place come to life. You know, it, for it's sure. That's, I mean, Steve often says to me, you know, I want to be at a resort where we have our own balcony because that time in the morning, like to enjoy coffee as you watch the resort sort of come alive, or in the evening, if you're having a beer or a glass of wine or a drink of some kind, and you're there watching everyone sort of wind down, is really important. 
great. Um, and it, it, it is such a great way to start the day. It really gives you an opportunity. Just, I, I don't know. I always think of that as time to like be grateful and mm -hmm. see all these happy families getting ready to start their day. That's heartwarming. Mm -hmm. Um, really and truly to see that happening, to see people waking up and so excited. And, you know, you see the little kid who's like bouncing off the walls about something that he or she is excited about as they are headed to the parks. I love that. Like that is the, the stuff that like makes me so happy to see people having that fantastic of a time. There's very few things um, I think that make kids so over the top excited. Now kids are excited, but like over the top, like being on vacation. Um, and that, that's a really cool thing to see. That's one of the things I love. I mean, I, all caps, you know, bold italics yeah. underlined. One of the things I love about running at Walt Disney World, not not overrun Disney weekend, but when I'm just down there on vacation, I'm getting my miles in in the morning, especially, and I picture this more at Pop Century than anywhere else because I do the laps. It's about a little bit less than a mile around Hourglass Lake. And what you see is you see people starting to get up to go to the Skyliner. You see people getting up to go to breakfast, to go to the buses. And you know, you pass these families in couples and singles, but you see people and you wonder, like, I wonder where they came from. I wonder what park they're going to go to. Because, you know, like you see families with like the matching shirts or, you know, the they'll have some kind of headgear, some kind of celebration on, you know, and like they have the outfits. And, you know, I, I don't know if everybody else wonders this kind of stuff. But when I pass families, I'm like, I wonder how long they dreamed about their Disney vacation and like how <laughs> it came together. You know, where did they come from? Did they come from South America? Did they come from... Georgia? Did they come from Missouri like me? Did they come from Minnesota? You know, and like, you know, how did they find out? How did the kids find out they were going to Walt Disney? I wonder, I mean, because when you're out there running, you try to wonder about anything to, to not think about how bad your legs are hurting, you know, and stuff like that. I mean, you, you want to think about the good. And I do. I Like when I pass these families, I'm always wondering, like, what's the story behind? Because every vacation has a story for me. And so everybody else's vacation has a story for them. That's why we do the show. Like, I love telling them on Mondays. But I like I, I would just love to know, like, what's their story? And there's, I mean, that's the thing. You're surrounded by stories at Walt Disney World. It's so fun. And I think you see it in the morning a lot. So anyway, well, that's the morning show. Hey, we did a morning show together. How's that? I, like I love it. it. And Ricky was here for it. So you I was it. awake for it. All Who right. knew? All right. So we are going to get out of here and let you get on with your weekend. But again, next Friday, we'll be talking about noon, the noon time when the sun is high and it's mm -hmm. hot. But uh, yeah, there's, there's reasons to be there. I mean, if you want to see a parade at Walt Disney World, that's, that's the time to do it. <laughs> That's it. Yep. Okay, so we're going to talk about that uh, next Friday. But until then, don't forget, our shows are always brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. We're the professional agents. They are standing by. They're Disney experts. They want to take care of you for no fee to you, by the way. And guess what? The agents over the Magic for Less, almost 100% morning people. Just so you know, morning people are cool. So check them out today. Swing by the magicforless.com. You see all the destinations right there across the top of the website. And then just pull down for the site you want more information on. Great resources to get you going. And then fill out that free no obligation quote form. And an agent will get back to you right away. And we'll be getting you that availability, that pricing, and uh, having the discussion. That's what it's all about. It's about relationships. And it's about helping you plan the most magical vacation ever. So check them out today over at the Magic for Less. Dot com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link. It's BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. That one extra click 
warms my heart. It means a lot to us. So please use it as often as you can. BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And thank you sincerely to the patrons of the show. You guys support us. You let us put the show out three to four times a week all around the world. Couldn't do it without you. And our patrons get that bonus show called Mike in the Midwest. Come on over. We're waiting for you. Uh, Patreon.com slash BeOurGuestPodcast. Too many websites. Too many. <laughs> right? <laughs> Follow Ricky. She's at Ricky Nibs. R-I-K-K-I-N-I-B-S. Follow Pam. T-M-F-L-T. Pam. P-A-M. And I'm Be Our Guest Mike. If you can't spell it, you can't follow. And uh, we're on Instagram and Twitter, so give us a follow. Of course, subscribe to the show on Facebook and YouTube and join us this Sunday night. It's going to be you, me, and Scotty G. And then next Sunday night, no show because we're going to be at Disneyland, both of mm -hmm. us. So you got to get in with us this Sunday night. We're going to have a good time. So be there. YouTube and Facebook, 7 o'clock Eastern. We want to hear from you. We take your calls. All right, we're going to get out of here and have a great weekend. But again, next Friday, we're talking noontime. So be ready for that. So for Pam and Ricky, I'm Mike wishing you a great weekend. Whatever you do, stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you real soon. You've been listening to the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon.